Hello and welcome to the Anton Podcast, where we talk all about elevating our mindset, wellness routines, and style in simple but authentic ways. So much so that people are going to be like, wow, I want to be glowing just like them. I'm your host, Anthony Tamiza. Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 13 of the Anton Podcast. What's going on? Have you been enjoying the fall fashion? Honestly, I don't know if I have. I feel like transitioning back from Italy, it was like diving right into fall. And I was kind of loving the summer vibe in Italy. Like summer fashion to me isn't the most exciting because it's just kind of like boring. Like especially I run so hot. So I'm always wearing things that are like breathable and stuff. And so I thought I would be really excited to come back to, you know, like fall temps. It's like that most exciting time of year fashion wise where you can layer and you can wear hoodies and all that stuff and like long coats. But I just haven't really revamped my fall wardrobe much yet. I just got a few things and I'm starting to feel a little more excited, but I'm not sure what's got me down about it. I think it's just, I need like some really good, um, like jacket kind of vibes. I have a few shackets from a few years ago, but I'm kind of over them. Like I don't really like the like slouchy, um, oversized look. And it's funny because that ebbs and flows so much. Like for so long, I was always into like the most fitted things um, you know, like skinny jeans. We've got into that on the podcast. But then everything became like so baggy. And it's funny because, okay, there's this um, TikToker. I can't remember his name. But he posts male fashion advice. And he's like, stop dressing like you're Drake. Like, unless you're Drake, you're the only person that can dress that way. Because you know how he just dresses so baggy. Like, baggy pants, baggy hoodies, baggy like over shirts and jackets and stuff. And that's definitely, like, Kanye-inspired, but what I like about Kanye's stuff, I mean, when he, like, used to release clothes or whatever with Yeezy, is that a lot of it was oversized, but also kind of, like, cropped, like, a hoodie. I actually have one of his Yeezy Gap collections from last year um, before, you know, he really kind of became a lot, a lot more polarizing, I guess, but... It's really nice because it's like oversized on top, but then it comes in at the waist and it's not super long. So it's like the perfect illusion. And that's the kind of fit that I like. I like it for it to be like oversized on top, but then come in at the waist. Like I don't like things that are so boxy. I'm getting so tired of it. But anyway, the podcaster was like, stop dressing like you're Drake. Like you're not going to impress people with these like massively baggy clothes. And I definitely agree. I actually ordered a few things from Abercrombie and Fitch. They were having a sale and Abercrombie, someone also posted on TikTok that like Abercrombie has made this huge comeback, right? And I agree. I love their stuff. I think it's like, I think it's a decent price point. It's like more expensive than Zara, but not so, so out there. And someone said that ever since they became super popular again in the past year or two, that now they're like decreasing their quality and, you know, because they're trying to take advantage of all of the like good press that they've been having. So they're like retracting on some of their quality because they know people will just buy it because they're like back as like a main staple, which that kind of sucks. I mean, I don't know if I've experienced that yet. So I ordered three different types of pants. Okay, so one was a baggy. It was specifically baggy, but it was like a baggy athletic fit um, jean. It was so nice, the color of it. I have to say it was like a light brown denim which is exactly what I was looking for. But I put it on and it was just too baggy for me. 
And I think like it just didn't like flatter me in any way. And, you know, you put it on with boots and whatever, or like sneakers and a hoodie, but it just kind of like the whole frame of my body just got lost in it. And in some ways, and I guess I'm more on like my frame is a bit more like thin, like I don't have broad shoulders too much or whatever. So it just, it kind of like loses the whole shape of your body. I think people who maybe are a bit more broad or, um, you know, like even more athletic, like really muscular and stuff, maybe it like is a bit more of a vibe, but I just completely, I got like lost in it. My body got lost. So that was not a vibe. So I had to return that. But I did get some of their workwear pants, which were nice. It was essentially a little bit more tailored than these jeans that I just spoke of. And they're really nice. I like those. And I got another pair of just like khaki pants that are like wide, but not so ridiculously wide. They're cargoes. But truthfully, when I was trying stuff on, I went back to my Banana Republic cargoes that I got last year. And I really like that they're kind of fitted. I'm really going back to like a fitted style. I know it's so trendy to be baggy. And... So the Banana Republic pants, not only are they like, they're comfortable, they're really soft, they're cargoes, and they have like a, not a drawstring on the waist. I don't know what the technical term is called. On my um, Harry Rosen suit pants, I have it too, more so just for a look. It's almost like a buckle and you can like pull on it to tighten the waist if you want to. On the suit pants, you don't actually do it. It's just for like a look. But on these banana ones, the Banana Republic ones, you can actually like tug on them a little bit for it to come in a little bit more at the waist. And so I like that because if you fluctuate a little bit um, with your waist, you're able to, you know, pull it in a little more. So, I mean, since I lost six pounds in Italy, I'm just like withering away over here. So I put those on and I liked that I could pull them in at the waist. And same with the cuffs at the bottom of the pant. So I love that because you have flexibility to be able to pull them in if you want to have that look, which is again, not like the most stylish thing right now, but like an elastic kind of band at the bottom. If you want to really highlight like your sneakers, like I was trying to put them on with these Nike blazers and I kind of wanted the Nikes to stick out. And then I tried them on with boots and I undid the kind of elastic at the bottom and they became nice and straight fitting and they fit over the boot perfectly. So what I love about those is they're like highly versatile. So I have those in a khaki color and an army green and I'm such a fan. So I think if you're looking for like a quality pant that will last, again, this is year two, I have these. Banana Republic has really, really nice stuff. I think I love those cargo pants from them. I have a few nice dress pants from them that fit nicely. And they're just like seem to steadily give quality, which is something that's awesome. Honestly, you want to have that as a reliable factor when you're shopping. Abercrombie, I haven't necessarily noticed this like suggested uh, lack in quality, but I'm a little weary just of some of their stuff being like these wide leg, whatever. That was my fault maybe for just trying to be too trendy. And I got one of their hoodies, which is just like the softest thing ever. So I think if you are looking for just comfy around the house stuff or, you know, just fall hoodies to kind of like bum around in, Abercrombie has some of the nicest, softest stuff. So I'm really, really loving that. I actually haven't worn it yet. You know, when you get a new hoodie and you're like, oh, you don't know when to wear it. Like if I wear it around the house and let's say I'm like, you know, eating or cooking, like there's a chance that I'm going to get something on it. Or if I go out, oh my gosh, this is a tangent, but I really, really, really strongly dislike food smells. I mean, some people maybe really like them, but what I don't like about it is when it latches onto your clothes. And what I really loved about 
being in Italy is that the laundry I was doing at our Airbnb is, was all being air dried because they didn't have dryers. And I just noticed how much like the quality of the clothes, like upkeeps when you don't throw things in the dryer, which I know is kind of common knowledge for most, but I definitely grew up in like a dryer household um, where it's just like clothes are going in the dryer. They're going to shrink, like expect it to shrink and stuff. And then when I was in Italy, I was like, why am I doing this? Like, there's just no reason to have to like part with the quality of an item by throwing it in the dryer. So I've been air drying a lot more, which has been nice, but that's the other thing too. It's like, if you go out and you smell like the food that the restaurant you were at and it's like a nice comfy hoodie from Abercrombie. The second you wash it, even if you don't dry it, it's just never the same. So maybe there's some good TikTok hacks. I ask the question to you all too. Like what are your laundry hacks to keep things feeling like store-bought quality? Because the second a sweater or a hoodie goes in the wash, again, the dryer for sure, it's just game over. Although it comes out feeling like warm and snuggly. But when you air dry things, like it just loses that like warm snuggly appeal because it kind of gets a bit stiff. So do I need to steam it a bit just to like get some moisture back in it? Like what can I do to get my clothes feeling really good is what I ask of you. And I definitely want to do some of my own TikToking on that because the whole point of that Abercrombie hoodie is that I want it to last. Like I want it to feel like that such comfy, like snuggly hug when you put it on. And I just know if I wear it out, let's say to a restaurant or something, especially a smelly restaurant, it's just not. And I was actually at Upper Canada Mall, which is a new market, and uh, they have like a market in the mall. So different restaurants, they have a Starbucks. So I was at the Starbucks and I was doing some work there. I had a meeting uh, virtually. So I was sitting at the Starbucks like tables or whatever. And if you're from, you know, north of the city, if you've ever been to Bradford or you've ever, you know, come over to my house for Carrot Fest, you know that Mexicanada is like the best place on earth. Mexicanada is this Mexican restaurant in Bradford. It's just has like the best food, the best margaritas, the best vibe, live music. It's just like the best part about this place. And the thing that you have to go into it knowing is that you're going to come out having to completely wash every single article of clothing because you're going to smell like Mexicanada, like the food, the fried stuff, whatever it is. And again, while you're there, it's like, oh, yeah, it smells like fresh food. Oh, the ingredients like that's fine. But when you leave, especially in the winter, like your coat destroyed, your shirts destroyed, your jeans destroyed, even like shoes, the smell really latches on. So there's a Mexicanada now in Upper Canada Mall's market. And it's like not next door to Starbucks. Starbucks is near the doors. It's near the front. So I was sitting down at Starbucks and I was like, whatever, like I won't smell or anything. But the close vicinity or proximity of Mexicanada in this market smells like Mexicanada. I mean, it's like, it's a restaurant within a market, like a closed space market without like massive walls. So it's understandable. But when I left, I smelled like Mexicanada and I was so annoyed because I think I was just wearing a denim jacket. It wasn't like a new item. Like if it was the Abercrombie hoodie, I would have lost my mind, but it was a denim jacket that then I came home and I had to like air, I had to put it outside on the deck for like two days to air dry, like not air dry it just to get the scent out of it. 
because I had also freshly washed that denim jacket before I went to Italy. So I was like, I don't want to have to run it through the washer and it to get all crunchy again. Like I tried to soften it. And so that really was annoying. So I really don't like food smells. Um, my mom hates food smells. Like growing up, that's like, I remember just a big thing for her, like absolutely hates the smell of food. When it specifically latches onto your clothes or your hair, which I understand. So I think being around that growing up, like her distaste for it is something that I really sniff out on myself and my clothes. And that really frustrates me. So, you know, the upkeep of clothes is like a really good podcast episode or like I need to look into TikTok tricks. So I've been loving air drying. I just like would love to know how do you keep your hoodies nice and like store fresh, even your denim and stuff. Um, I've started steaming things again and that's been making a difference, but I've been feeling, yeah, just like not super excited about fall fashion. And I think that's because one of the coolest parts about being in Italy was obviously watching and checking in on their fashion. And the nicest part about the way Italians dress is it is just so classy. Everything about it just screams like high class. And here's what I know about Italian fashion. They don't really care about trends. They have not an over excruciating amount of clothes, but what they have is high quality and what they have lasts. And I mean, I know this from a few ways from, you know, visiting Italy. Um, that's kind of the general approach growing up. I feel like we had to like buy better quality and it'll last longer. And also... I had this, <laughs> this Italian professor, what is her name? Ms. B uh, Patrizia, oh, I guess, I, should I say her name? I don't know, I guess not. Her first name was Patrizia. I went to school in Waterloo at Wilfrid Laurier University and I got an Italian minor. So my like, I think it was level two, like IT 201, which was like, you know, learning the language course. I took culture courses, which were really fun. Like there was a course on Italian food, Italian architecture or something. I don't remember. But this was just like the one where you learn level two Italian. And so they had Patrizia who commuted to Wilfrid Laurier University in Waterloo from Woodbridge. Of course, <laughs> Woodbridge. And when I tell you, I don't know how long she'd actually been in Canada. Like it could have been a while, but she was just the most... Italian person ever and she also like god bless her but she couldn't really teach too well like we were all confused we would have tests and you could just like go up to her and ask her for the answer or like people would have like their phone and were on google translate the whole time because she, <laughs> she would just sit up at the front and read her like Italian magazines like she just didn't care at all about like you know upkeeping any type of standard which was great for for me because um I didn't really know what was going on because she wasn't teaching it great anyway Patrizia would dress in very similar clothes or like wear the same article of clothing quite a bit. And, you know, you see her twice a week for how long is a semester, like four months or whatever. So you really get to know, again, for me, I'm always kind of paying attention to what people wear. And she always looked good. Like she would wear really nice clothes, really nice shoes. Like she always looked put together. I'm not trying to knock her style, but what I noticed. And again, when you see someone frequently is that she was outfit repeating a lot or, repeating certain articles of clothing and maybe restyling it in different outfits. But 
the gag is, is that she was probably, you know, going back to Italy or when she came from Italy, she like had her clothes and they last, they treated her, she treated them well and she was able to style them with different pieces. So she maybe had like, again, I don't know her closet, but like, you know, a lot of us, especially like the North American way is just like, how much can I stuff in my house? And then, you know, the quality of it isn't there. So then you're constantly replacing, replacing, replacing every season. But the really like the Italian and the European way is like, what can I buy that's going to have really good quality that I can wear for years? And you could tell that that's like the approach she was embodying. And I loved that about her. You know, it was funny because you would see her wear like the same. And again, she dressed up. She would wear like heels to class and stuff, but you would see her wear like the same strappy sandals or whatever. But they obviously like, were comfortable and like held up. Um, she also said that she would like spend her time outside of working, which I think she just took this on for fun, but she would spend her time outside of working, going to Woodbridge, like senior homes, um, just to like chat with like the older Italians in the senior homes, which is so cute. It's adorable. So she was a vibe for sure. But what she really taught me is that, you know, the Italians do quality over quantity for sure. But yeah, she was an outfit repeater and I love that about her. But that's what, again, being in Italy um, a few weeks ago was that you notice people really just like latch on to quality items and the way they put an outfit together, like they match colors nicely. Like their shoes are just really nice. Their belts, obviously Italian leather and stuff is so nice. And it's not overly flashy I think like you'd see like designer bags for sure, but sometimes they're the ones that you have to do a double or triple take to be like, what kind of bag is that? Or it's just like a really nice bag that maybe they got from like a leather market. Um, and you can tell that they just are like high class and they don't actually care about what the trends are. Because I'll tell you, I don't think we really saw anyone who was wearing, you know, wide legged cargoes, oversized anything you know, everything they do is fitted and it's just classy. And so it's not that they're wearing like skinny jeans, but they're just wearing things that like are tailored to their body and it looks good. So like they'll go out with like a nice like button down, some really nice denim jeans or dress pants or something like really good quality shoes. And the other thing, which I'm still like doing all the time, I did it when I was there. I did it when I'm still doing it now is like draping um, like a cardigan or something over their shoulders and like tying it up on their chest. It's just like such a classy thing. And in the last podcast, you probably heard that Krista and I were saying that in Catania, Sicily, we were kind of feeling like we were almost overdressed at night because the locals like weren't the most stylish, even the way I just described it. Like they weren't turning out so many looks. So we were like, whatever, like we could dress up, we could dress down and it was a mixed bag. But when we got to Terramina, which is like a really beautiful, beautiful place, we really started to see people were stepping up their looks as they did in the other places we visited. And so that's when I kind of realized I was like, oh, shoot, I don't have like an extra layer because Terramina also was a little cooler. So... I was just noticing that everyone, whether it was like another button down shirt or a denim jacket or a cardigan, mostly cardigans, they just had it over their shoulders draped like that. And it just steps up your look so much. And maybe I just never paid attention to it, but I don't really see, I don't really see that as much here. 
And I just think it makes you look like a little more sophisticated, a little bit more put together, a little bit more professional, like mysterious almost. So I was doing that literally every night. Maybe when I make the social post for this episode, I'll just like put all of the different variations I did of that style, which was mostly just like the same one or two button downs I had. I would just put it over my shoulders because I didn't have much more. I've done that before when like traveling, like if I have a hoodie, I'll just kind of put it over my shoulders or something, but it's not necessarily for like a fashion statement. It's just out of convenience and I'm not going to tie it around like my hips. So I thought that was really cool. I loved what they do with that. And it just like steps up their entire look. The other like classic thing about Italians is that once the weather like slowly starts to get a little bit colder, they're pulling out their scarves, their trench coats, their mitts, their hats. And it's just so funny because it's just like you know that they're just like dying to almost show off what they have. I mean, also, it's just probably the what climate that they're used to. They're not used to like Canadian winters where like, you know, we're trying to drag out our summer clothes as long as possible. Like they embrace the temperature change, even when it drops just to like 23 degrees at night. Like they are dressing up for like the elements, which is so funny. But again, they just take such pride in their clothes and you can just tell that the quality is good, that they feel good in it. And I think that's something we can totally learn. Like the clothes that we tend to buy are really like fast fashion brands. And so, you know, that comes with its whole web of like problems and stuff. But one of the main ones being that this stuff just isn't built to last. So then every year you're feeling like you have to replace it in order to stay trendy or in order to have like something that hasn't withered away. And that's really frustrating. I remember going to Italy and going into grade 12, I studied uh, an English course in summer school in Italy and I got these pair of jeans and they lasted so long. I think I even passed them up to my dad because um, at a certain point they just didn't fit anymore. And then like, <laughs> he even wore them for years. I think only like last year I got rid of them. And so these would have literally lasted 10 years because last year would have been 10 years since I bought them. And again, it's just like the quality speaks for itself. So it's just like there's so many trends in Europe, like the food, the clothes, like everything is just higher quality over there. And it's just like unfortunate that you know, the, our options here are just more limited. But something that I'm really trying to think about and what I have been getting other people to think about through my fashion quiz and work with clients is that like having your own signature style is much more important than just trying to be trendy. Trends will come and go. And a lot of the time, unless you're trying to be like some fashion influencer or something like, you know, you don't have to always be so directly on trend in order to like come across as you have this like awareness of fashion. So taking notes from some of the Italians I saw is like what suits my body best is not like a skinny fit, but like a slim fit. Some of the baggy stuff definitely like works and I can kind of make it like look cool. But I think for me, it's just like the slim or straight fitting stuff flatters myself more. And that's like my perception and what I'm most comfortable in. So that's something that I'm going to continue to opt for while baggy massive jeans are trending right now maybe i can find like that compromise like these abercrombie workwear pants that i got they're a bit more of a compromise because they're a little wide but they're not ridiculous and so i think if you want to follow trends follow trends but don't compromise on your budget don't compromise on like what actually suits you and you know i've fallen victim to this too over the past years especially when 
I was posting a lot more regularly on Instagram, it's like I look back and I'm like, oh, that was like clearly more of like a trendy outfit versus something that I would actually wear. And I think it's just important to know like what your colors are, what your hues are. And that way your wardrobe is set up for success every time you have to step out. Every day you know that these are the types of things that just look best on me. That's actually why I developed this fashion quiz on my website. It's all about what your signature style is. It's just nine questions long and it just gets you to better understand like what you are conveying through your fashion because it's just so important to realize that especially if you are trying to network or impress people or anything or just feel good about your clothes, which anyone should should. Everyone is perceiving you and your outfits as a part of your first impression, which is made within like five to seven seconds. So if you're not in control of like the narrative that your clothes are painting for you, then that's definitely a gap. That's something that is highly controllable. Like we're not talking about massive body transformations. Like you can change your look with just purchasing a few new things that make you look better or make you feel more comfortable. So if you go to anthonytamiza.com slash quiz, it's linked in my show notes. You'll be able to take this nine question quiz and get your results because some people are like really, and this used to be me and still is, is like so focused on being so polished. Like every detail needs to be put together and that speaks to like my like hardcore personality of like detail oriented trying to be organized wanting to control every little bit where then I don't really let myself have fun with fashion sometimes because I just want to be perceived as like oh my look is just figured out it's solidified it might be simple but he just looks so clean and put together whereas others are really like pattern on pattern and really loud because they want to be seen and they want to be heard and they want that attention but sometimes that can backfire on them because you kind of just look like wild for putting these patterns together that weren't meant to be put together or maybe you're like so soft and like your pastels and all that and that can be perceived as just like a little boho or whatever which is fine but it, the quiz just allows you to better understand, like, what are other people perceiving you as? And, of course, you should be dressing for yourself. But in a world where, you know, first impressions matter, you know, the next person you meet could lead you to the next job or lead you to a really healthy, fun relationship or something. Like, you want to be putting your best foot forward with fashion. So check out that quiz. It's something really fun that I've developed. And... People have been loving the results. Now, some other things I've been up to is I've been writing some really cool articles. So in the October issue of True Bold magazine, I had a really, really cool time with this article. It's linked in the show notes. You have to click the link and then you have to download the magazine and check out my articles. So essentially, like, you know how certain celebrities were just like meant to be celebrities almost like a kim kardashian she's like i always knew i was supposed to be famous like this was the life for me and of course she's had her growing pains and stuff but there's some celebrities that have just leaned into that celebrity factor like so well and if you listen to my episode with chris saint he lives in la and like is amongst these celebrities and he explained that so elegantly on the episode that basically some of these celebrities, when they know that they have this star power, they really lean into it and their mindset starts to like be reflected in their fashion and the way that they move and the way that they run their businesses. And so this article that I wrote took six different celebrities and I analyzed some of my favorite looks by them. 
And it's not even just so much like, oh, their stylist did such a good job with this outfit. It's more so like what that look embodies about themselves. So for example, Sophia Ritchie right now has taken like the fashion world by storm because once she got married in the spring, she's been turning out these looks that are a little bit more classy, a little bit more elevated. Like she's really making like class come back and just like simple, sophisticated looks are coming back. And that speaks to like this new shift in her especially ever since now she's been with her husband like a few years back she was dating scott disick and like that whole aesthetic was just a little bit different you know she was really young he was much older than her now she's in this like you know stable relationship with this like ultra successful like wealthy person and she has this like new elevated look and has like really become fashion's it girl right now so the article talks about like what is that mindset shift and how has she shown that through her clothes. So okay, there was Sophia Ritchie, there's Paris Hilton, a really cool look from her, Bad Bunny who is like really huge for like, pushing fashion norms as well as Maluma, Harry Styles, same thing, like, you know, being a Gucci muse and just all of his different outfits and Zendaya as well, someone who just like hits a red carpet and always owns it. So the cool thing is, is like we all have this celebrity factor within us. And it's something that I love to like play with because I always just feel like every time I'm putting an outfit together, it feels like, you know, this is my mini red carpet. Like it's my mini moment. Just last week, I went to a really cool event at the TikTok head offices in Toronto and had a chance to even like speak there. And the way I prepped for that, I was like, this is like my red carpet. And the way I just put my clothes together, put care into how I felt in the outfit. So I knew when I had the chance to be up there and I was networking with people that like I would not be insecure about what I'm wearing. In fact, it would just elevate me and make me feel so ready to take control of that room in that moment. And so when we play into that celebrity factor, we have that chance to not be vain or whatever. We just have that chance to feel like we're stepping ourselves up. It's elevating that inner icon that we actually are. And so many people count that out. So many people think like, you know, I don't identify with celebrities. I'm never going to be that way. Oh, and this is why I love this podcast, even solo episodes, because I've been playing around with updating some of my marketing language and stuff and elevating your inner icon is like exactly what I've been trying to go for. But those words just haven't paired together that exact way yet. So that's really cool. But like, you don't have to like love celebrities and think like I'm going to be like rich and famous. It's not that just like what can you learn from these highly successful people who, yes, have teams behind them and whatever. But at the end of the day, like it's their face. It's their personality. It's their body that's wearing these clothes. So what have they done to be able to get to that status where people like a Paris Hilton has been doing this for multi generations? Like she's an icon of multiple generations. And so how has she been able to hold on to that stardom? through her brand in the 2000s, like being like the Barbie girl, the pink, like putting on that voice, that aesthetic of like this famous, almost like ditzy person. And then now in the past few years has been able to reclaim herself as like the DJ, the businesswoman, the mom, the entrepreneur who still has really cool looks, but has elevated herself and also sells Paris Hilton like sweatsuits on her website because she was like so known for the velour sweatsuits. So it's just interesting almost as a case study to just 
for me, that's what this article was like. It was a case study to look into these six huge public figures and to really just think, what is it that they're doing that I can do? Because again, every day I feel like I'm getting ready. Even when I was going to the office, I feel like I'm just getting ready for like a big event or something, even if it's just a regular day. And what that does for me is it just elevates my mindset. It makes me approach opportunities and the mundane with just some more like gusto, you know, it makes me feel like I have this edge. And that was always the feedback I would get about, I guess, the way I carried myself even back in undergrad. Like there was this elevator up to the students' union offices where I worked at a bunch and I would just like ride that elevator up, come out of the elevator, like take my sunglasses off, strut into the office. And some people are like, you know, Anthony has like arrived when he's like strutting out of the elevator, taking his sunglasses off, like just has this like vibe to him is what people would say. And that's just always been me. Like I always have that main character energy about myself because if I don't, who else is going to like, you have to really advocate for your own like feeling and vibe, I think. And a lot of people just don't. So that's where this work I've been doing with clients is pairing the fashion end of things. Like, yes, we can change your closet. We can go shopping. We can buy you trendy and expensive things, but unless you're okay with like the inner stuff, like, okay with what's actually going on, what you're actually trying to pursue, like, the two are going to mismatch. So that's why, sure, you can hire a stylist or whatever or just follow the trends, go to Louis Vuitton, pick out fancy things, but it'll make you feel good in the moment. But just like every successful person has said, like, you just keep climbing a ladder, you get the next thing, it feels great, and then a week later, you're driving your new car and you're like, oh, I actually don't even feel different. Like I look at this car and I don't feel the same that I felt when I wanted to get it. Like you get something and then you're just kind of like, okay, so how can we look at clothes as not like that same investment? It's different because we're wearing it every day. It's so attached to who we are. So when you align with like what you want to wear with who you are and who you want to be and who you want to perceive, have other people perceive you as that is the winning combination. So we can learn from the Italians, get quality clothes, things that will last. We can learn that you don't have to follow every single trend. You can just look really good and classy. Like be the Sophia Richie right now. Just outclass everyone and people will just look at you with this like almost mystery. And, you know, it's not about being better than others. It's just about like putting care into yourself. And the people that don't resonate with this stuff, like Sometimes people have said to me like, oh, you're just too polished or whatever. And not in mean ways. They just provide that feedback. And for me, it's just like, that's fine. Like you don't associate with that. But I put care into that. Like I want every hair to be put in place. I want, you know, to have a good skin day where I'm not breaking out. So I'm going to have an intense skin routine and do facial peels and stuff. Like that's just a high value of mine. So that's why one of my gifts is to help other people elevate their image when they're going through big life changes, when they're trying to get promoted or get a new job, or they're trying to, you know, attract the right partner. It's not about changing who you are, but it's just about understanding who it is you are so that you can then present that to the world. Woo! I love, I love, love, love solo episodes when I can just kind of wing it. Again, I just did not really want to come in with a plan and it's just so fun for me to honestly have this as like an audio diary and the fact that it's been resonating is great. And I just, I love this, you know, opportunity to come on here and to chit chat with you all. So what do you think? Like, what do you 
think about the European style. I'm sure so many of you have been to Europe and like, what did you notice when you were there? What's something that you liked? What did you not like? What are your current fashion struggles for fall or are you loving it? Like fall is really hyped up as like the most exciting season for fashion, but unless we approach it properly, like it can kind of be rocky. And I think that's why myself, it's been a bit rocky because I didn't put the time into really like analyzing how I want to look this fall. Um, but that's fine. Like we all have the opportunity to look at our clothes and to pivot and feel better and all of that great stuff. Okay, look, this was a fun episode. I really do invite you head to anthonytamiza.com slash quiz. Check out my nine question, what's your signature style quiz. And it's going to give you a bit of an indicator of what it is that you are presenting to the world with your clothes. Just get a bit of a handle on it. It's a fun quiz. It'll get you to better understand what's going on. Check out some of the articles that I've been writing. They're going to be in the show notes. And if you're hearing this and you want to be a part of my monthly newsletter, I'm sending one out this week. What I do is a little mix of some personal updates and also I just like to link the things that I've been loving when I'm online shopping and I think that you all will like too. Some really cool sales or different pieces, some trends that are going on that could be fun to try out. So if you want to be a part of that email community, all you have to do is click the link below and thanks so much for listening to episode lucky number 13 of the Anton podcast. I'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the Anton Podcast, hosted by me, Anthony Tamiza, where we elevate all things authentic, available wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to hit the subscribe or follow button to catch new episodes which release every other Wednesday. If you liked this episode and you're listening on Spotify, leave a rating, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and a review. Keep in touch by following along on Instagram at the Anton Podcast and at Anthony Tamiza. For more information on me, visit anthonytamiza.com where you can sign up for my newsletter and stay connected. Don't forget to read the show notes for more information. Ciao for now.